1: The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world.
2: Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It is February 14th. Holy moly, it's Valentine's Day.
1: Happy Uh, Valentine's Day, Sean. Yeah,
2: happy Valentine's Day. 5.30 in the morning. Would you look at that? We got ourselves a raise today. Woo-woo! Now, you can buy your husband a Valentine's gift this year, because you just got a raise.
1: Hey, there we go. He already <laughs> bought me a gift.
2: Hey, before we get all lovey-dovey, I just need to get a little angry, okay? <laughs> okay. Go- a r- little
1: angry? All right. I'm going right, to vent starting a little off bit. early.
2: Yeah. I need to protect my bay. all right? So, me and Rihanna, <laughs> we share a birthday. It's February 20th. It's coming up pretty soon here. And... A lot of people are good in the world, and they were praising the halftime performance for what she did and everything. But there's just nasty people out there that have nothing better to do than to just turd on someone for something incredible. A lot of clowns out there that just think that they're in into- well, <laughs> Sure, go off. Be entitled about all the hate that you're spewing. But they're just like, oh, that was the best tampon commercial that I've ever seen. Most overrated, boring halftime performance. And the lip syncing was terrible. It's like, sh- shut your mouth. Okay? All right. <laughs> Have Like, if you've paid attention just to fashion within the last five to ten years, you will know that it's just weird, oversized things like that, like they were wearing. In the halftime show, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's just life. You have not been paying attention to life for the past five (laughs) to ten years. If you think, oh, this is so weird and this is so... uh, Okay, shut up, okay?
1: Wow, Sean! No, no,
2: they're being disgusting and now I'm putting them in their place. Most overrated, boring halftime show? Are you kidding me? The visuals were incredible, okay? You weren't there in person, so you were watching the television just like I was. And if we were watching (laughs) the same thing, then you would know that that was was incredible what we were watching right there
1: okay angry ran from sean um do we need to take and a break th- now the lips <laughs> people were like
2: the lip syncing was terrible have you never heard of a backtrack of course she's not going to sing for 13 minutes straight <laughs> 12 songs in 13 minutes okay all by yourself no guest features all right the lip syncing the there was a backtrack. You could tell when she was singing and when the backtrack was going. You're an idiot, okay? Whoever was saying that, you're dumb.
1: Wow. All right, all right. all But not another song we gotta get out of here. Over Christmas, I was telling you all about my vacuum saga of trying to buy the best one and really reading oh, our yeah. views. where did you
2: go with that?
1: Well, I ended up getting one that was like $150 because mm. they only have one carpet. And so hmm. it's basically like I need to, The vacuum the carpet and the couches and call it a day
2: yeah and maybe some side projects here or there
1: yeah like you know when you want to suck all the air out of your Ziploc bag exactly yeah so not a big deal really not going to be used that much but Christmas tree leaves the house and so I wanted to vacuum up all the needles right now, my husband said to me, you shouldn't really use your new vacuum for that because there might be sap on those and you'll like just make a sticky mess inside the <laughs> the uh, vacuum.
2: So knowledgeable. Wouldn't even think of that.
1: I know. Me either. And I was like, wow, what a <laughs> smart guy. <laughs>
2: That's what I'm like. Mm, vacuum. Suck up garbage. Good. Bye.
1: <laughs> well, then he left the room and I was just like, it's fine.
2: <laughs> you yeah, didn't listen to him? That was very smart of him to say.
1: I know it was so smart of him to say and it was especially smart of him because last night when I was trying to vacuum and it multiple times was like airway
2: blocked airway blocked I was like
1: what could it possibly be blocked what do you mean?
2: With? he literally told you <laughs> he literally told you what it could be
1: You must be amazed, though, at how many parts this vacuum has. I can't believe the chambers I found in this thing. I had it in probably 15 different pieces. And 20 minutes later, I finally found this sticky clog.
2: Yeah, yeah. I could have told you that now by the time.
1: And I found, like, a pen, and I just spent some time... Getting it out of there.
2: <laughs> all right, so I'll give you a side project. you got to clean your vacuum at the same time. You love cleaning.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was trying to clean something else, of course, the floor, but it's all good. It's that's all right. Good. It, it works better cleaning now. Cleaning the
2: cleaning device. It's cleaning. like your favorite thing.
1: Yeah, that's what you have to do. You have to clean your washing machine. Now just got to clean the vacuum. It's all good. <laughs> we have a real treat this morning. We have Christian Overager in the studio with us, and he is going to be on a TV show that starts airing when? Thursday night?
0: Yeah, February 16th. How do you feel? How do you feel? Uh, Excited, uh, nervous. It's finally coming. It's been such a long time since we wrapped up filming. So um, this week we're going to be promoting hard and um, hopefully uh, Thursday night we put on a good show (laughs) for the, the country of Canada.
2: Yeah, so it's on CBC. It's called Canada's Ultimate Challenge. How would you describe it? You've been through it. How would you describe what you're doing?
0: So basically we turn Canada into a big obstacle course. So we travel from province to province and we visit these historic sites, uh, epic views, and we create challenges out of it. And then there's uh, solo challenges, there's tandem challenges, and there's team challenges. And uh, you'll see that throughout each episode. And it was a whirlwind because we had no idea what we were doing <laughs> at the given time.
1: Now, can you tell us, do people get voted off or do you get to stay the entire time?
0: No, it's uh, so think of it as like a sports league. There's there's points for each event. And eventually we come to a point where we uh, start eliminating teams. So every point does matter. And then we eliminate until eventually at the final episode, there's two teams uh, standing and they crown one team as the Canada's ultimate winners of the challenge.
2: (laughs) How did you? How did you get involved? Are you an active guy? Are you out and about? Is that why it attracted you to this type of thing?
0: Uh, I was approached by a former uh, football teammate Kwame Osei, who actually was on Amazing Race Canada, and he kind of sent me the questionnaire and the link to apply. and He's like, "I think you're going to be an amazing fit for this." And I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm an outgoing guy, but I'm not. I don't like. I don't put myself out there. So <laughs> I read the questionnaire, and it, it really. Drew me in because it was a lot about teamwork and uh, coaching and leadership, and so I filled it out, did a two-minute audition tape, which I think I spent a whole day doing it, to the point where <laughs> I started recording myself, I sounded angry. <laughs> I was like oh, I can't put this through." Um, so I sent it in. They sent me an email, had an interview, and one of the uh, story producers said, "I think you knocked it out of the park," and eventually it followed up saying I got casted, and I was absolutely blown away that they thought I was uh, a perfect fit to be on the show.
1: Well, really cool it's so nice I mean we've just met you but you're such a kind kind fella and it's really exciting that somebody from Fort McMurray gets to represent our region in such a big way I can't wait to watch it on Thursday this is exciting it's
0: super exciting Uh, small community um, and I'm super proud of uh, calling Fort McMurray my home it's given my family and I so much We're, we're super grateful to be here I absolutely love working for my fire department and i i feel like uh i need to represent this community and my department and i think i did a really good job at doing that
2: well we have no doubt that you're absolutely going to represent uh the rmwb and uh, everywhere around us we look forward to watching the first episode come this thursday and we hope we can have you back just recap maybe all the the wild things that you get up to across canada
0: yeah i'm i'm more than happy to come in and explain (laughs) <laughs>
2: Why you cried all the yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: there's, yeah, I think it's two or three days I've lasted, and you'll see me cry a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I'm so excited, Christian. This is going to be awesome. We definitely will get you in week after week to hear what's going on sure. and make sure that you do watch it this Thursday night. You can watch it live on CBC.
0: Yeah, so CBC uh, at 8 o'clock locally. So if you live in Ontario, it's lo- all local time. So it'll be 8 p.m. our time. Or you can uh, stream it for free on CBC Gem, which is a free streaming app. And you can even try the 30 day free trial of premium so you don't have to watch any commercials. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little tidbit there. <laughs>
1: Look at this guy. He's I a love company it. guy over there. <laughs> <laughs> but also,
0: they, they are le- releasing the first three episodes on CBC Gem. Um, so you can kind of binge watch it if you really want to get really hooked and then just wait for the fourth episode to come out a couple weeks later
1: perfect our guest this morning christian oberegger canada's ultimate challenge it airs on thursday night go
0: check it out go team orange <laughs> level up your lexicon
1: i've learned a new term sean bring it on house hack
2: house hack house hack house hack okay uh, First thing that comes to mind is tips and tricks, like a hack, a life hack type of thing, a house hack, like tips and tricks on how to make your house more accessible in any way, shape or form.
1: Okay. Nope.
2: <laughs> All right. So That's the a... obvious is out the window. Right. Oh, damn. <laughs>
1: sorry. Sorry. I have to get savage over here.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> house hack Uh, to like break into a house. You like hacked into the house. Let's go house hack it.
1: That is a good uh idea, but.
2: All right. All right. Um, The other way to use hack, maybe like a cough, like a type of cough that you only give inside (laughs) your own house. Like, oh, that was a house hack you gave right there. (laughs) I I don't know. No one uses this term, obviously.
1: Okay. I appreciate your creativity because you did come up with some great ideas. And I think somebody could, you know, it could be like, oh, this is, it could mean this or this. But what it actually means is to hack your house for money. So you know how hackers are like always trying to get your money Well, you would house hack where you own your house and you're like, how can I get some money out of this house? So you might rent out your basement. Mm. So you're taking money from your house basically, or you're gonna be like, oh, you know what? I've got a big yard. Somebody could park their RV in it and I wouldn't notice and I could charge them. So I'm going to hack my yard for money. So house hack. but. People are starting to use it because I always like to like look around on real estate and I discovered a real estate agent typed like this would be a great for a income property or even for a house hack.
2: Wow. Okay. As we evolve, I think one of the most least talked about things in the world and just bear with me here is foot fetishes.
1: I mean, I think they're the butt of a lot of jokes. I don't know if they're least talked about unless you have one. (laughs)
2: Yeah. And and see, this is the thing. And that's why it's the least talked about because so many people have one because you see so many stories of like people selling socks and they're making six figures and like this, that and the other. And it's just like, where is the market? Well, clearly there is one. And it's rare to like hear someone admit out loud that they have a foot fetish but that happened this past week during like the Super Bowl week with all the interviews and everything okay so here is an interview with Mika Parsons he's one of the best defensive players in all of the NFL and it start the interview starts out so innocent and then it's <laughs> just
0: hey I'll just play it okay who was your favorite player growing up Cam Newton best trash talker in the NFL
3: probably Leonard Fournette
0: Oh he talks a lot of trash.
3: Talks too much. Oh yeah, I have of to forth on Twitter as well.
0: Okay. Favorite sports movie? Rudy. Fair. Last question. Weirdest thing about you
3: that few people know.
2: I have a foot fetish. <laughs> a foot fetish? Yeah. You like toes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At the end, oh my god, his face—he's just like, "All right, that's cool, I guess." But for like a a mainstay player in the NFL to just like come out and be like, "I have a foot fetish," I think it's like, I think it's good for the foot fetish people because it normalizes it a little bit.
1: Here's a question, though. Yeah. Perhaps he's you know quite alone in the foot fetish, and he just has the money to pay all of the foot foot influencers, True. and so it sounds like it's a a thousand tens of thousand dollar industry but perhaps he's just paying everybody like wear those socks for a week girl i want to smell that bad stuff um i did listen to a podcast once about somebody who was on big brother and people really liked this shot that they did where her feet were in it and she her life after big brother has become wearing socks for days on end and sending them to people for money (laughs)
2: That is goals I remember I got a pedicure Like for one of my first times Getting a pedicure And I posted it to Twitter Uh huh. And I had random people reach out to me and be like, "Those are nice toes." And I was like, "Mm, "You want want me to wear some socks, and I'll send them to you for fifty bucks?" (laughs) They're like, "No." I was like, "Uh, "Well, think about it. (laughs) Think about it. This could be a side hustle for me." Oh my gosh!
1: I think you got to get nicer toes than that. No,
2: I will fully commit to the toe game if I can like quit radio and just do toes for the rest of my life. Okay.
1: You like toes? (laughs) Not me. I just want
2: to sell them. I want to sell my feet for the rest of my life.
1: About a month ago, my PayPal had a breach. And I know. All of a sudden, I was getting emails that were saying um, your primary phone number has been changed. You have changed your two factor authentication to an app now from a third party source. And I was like
2: Do you use PayPal often?
1: Never. Oh, okay, good. Not for years. Well, I think it's good, but then I had this panic and I was yeah. sitting in the the parking lot somewhere spending 20 minutes trying to remember my Pacepa- PayPal password so I could sign in, change my phone number back correctly, mm-hmm. and then change my password.
2: Just cancel the account <laughs> outright.
1: <laughs> I tried. I oh. tried to cancel it. I was down in the nitty gritty of the fine print <laughs> trying to figure out how to cancel PayPal and I could not. Well, I think I'm fine. I've got it all changed back to my own preferences. I make a really hard password. And this morning, I get another email from PayPal. And it's like, there's been some unusual activity on your account that doesn't seem like you. Uh, Sign in to um, make sure that this this is you or let us know that it's incorrect. Do you think I can sign in to PayPal? Of course not. I don't know what hard password I changed <laughs> my password to. Did
2: you let them know it was incorrect? It's not you?
1: No, because I, like I'm not going to click on the link from the email in right. case it's a scammer. And I can't get in there
2: mm. to tell them
1: inside because who knows what hard password <laughs> i kept the hackers and myself out of the account
2: with. all right we'll, we'll figure it out
1: yeah let's spend some minutes okay yeah. brainstorm <laughs> sean can you channel my sixth sense here? what That's would what i have do. put in this password? yeah
2: we'll break it down <laughs> the fork murray sbca sweet treat day is today make sure you stop by and grab yourself uh some local hand-baked goodies. We have a local celebrity in the studio right now, Hattie Patty the dog, and we also have Hattie Patty's owner, Jennifer, in studio. Uh, Jennifer, did you participate in the sweet treat day as well did you happen to make some goodies
3: yes hattie patty and i decided to make some butterscotch confetti squares and then a little brazilian treat called Brigadario. we were there right near the end and there was some amazing treats out this morning so
2: so you've already stopped by the sbca we stopped by last night to drop
3: everything off yeah
2: oh cool how do the goodies look over there
3: Very delicious. I couldn't bring Hattie Patty in because I knew that she would try and sneak some out without (laughs) paying, you know? And that's not fair.
1: (laughs) So, the big sale today is at the SPCA up in Gregoire, and it's by donation, and it just helps so many of the cute dogs, just like Hattie Patty, uh, live their best life. Now, Jennifer, Hattie Patty lives her best life every day. She's a talking dog, right?
3: She is, yes. She knows about 60 words now. So, she has her own little button board, and it's kind of comparable to um nonverbal humans their technology that they have so she does not bark often because she can tell me what she wants which is really cool <laughs> it is
2: so cool go on her instagram what's the instagram handle hattie patty the golden child hattie patty the golden child check it out you can see all the talking dog videos and uh, you can just check out hattie patty's great life right there
1: yeah and not only that i just wanted to add one more thing about hattie patty because we were chatting about her a couple weeks ago because she is a blood donor. Yes,
3: she is. She has gotten in three donations so far. Um, They can donate every three months and it goes through the Canadian Animal Blood Bank. Um, Currently, we go to Edmonton, Morinville, but if we ask our vets very nicely, um, perhaps they will hold a clinic this year for us here. For every donation, she can help save the lives of three dogs, which I think is amazing. Mm. And it's not just dogs, there's also cats that donate too.
2: I love it. Thank you so much for stopping by today Jennifer and Hattie Patty. You're absolutely fantastic. You are a golden (laughs) child Yesterday was one of those days weather-wise where it's just like man. We live in Canada, for sure. We're getting a little bit of everything today.
1: Yeah, it was totally one of those, uh, I packed my light coat in the morning, I needed my winter coat later on, and my swimsuit at the end of the day. Well,
2: wishful thinking, <laughs> swimsuit. <laughs> I was like, damn, they really do get different weather in Gregoire than up here. Holy <laughs> crap. Yeah, in the morning, when I was walking to work, whatever, 3, 4 in the morning, all I had on was a thin sweater, and it was like plus 3, no wind. It was very mild. And I, looked, I look at the hourly forecast of when I'm going to work and when I'm roughly going to leave. And that kind of dictates how I'm going to dress for the day.
1: You're very, very um, organized, prepared. You're like, I've got to check the weather for my outfit. I pick my outfit the night before and just call it a day. When the
2: <laughs> I got to deal with the, the the climate for two minutes on my walk. And so that right. dictates a little. dictates your
1: whole day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and so around noon, one o'clock, it was supposed to be around like minus six, but it didn't say anything about like ripping winds and like sideway rain <laughs> snow splatter that was going on because when I did leave around that time I opened the door to walk home and it just instantly slapped me in the face again and I was like whoa what is going on here
1: <laughs> so did you walk with your hands on your face trying to like shield the cold or like put, how did you get yeah home?
2: I put on my hood as much as I could I like draped it and, like, did the strings and stuff and, like, tied it <laughs> so I could just see, like, a tiny circle. Like a
1: child, okay? <laughs> yeah.
2: And I didn't bring my mitts with me either yesterday. Oh, wow. I did have my big boots, so I didn't have to walk home in, like, Crocs or anything. But it was just so weird, because, like, when we were on the air in the morning, it was raining.
1: Yeah, there was giant puddles out in the parking lot.
2: It was so weird. And then we got sunshine for about two hours, like a little mixture. And then it was just sideways snow. And when I woke up from my nap around, like, 3 All I could hear was the wind like ripping against my window. And I was like, if that is an indication of what it's like outside, (laughs) I'm staying under these blankets and I'm tossing on some shows here.
1: (laughs) Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every
3: weekday.